Hello, this is episode 356 of the Purple Psychology Podcast. I'm Nisha O'Reilly. So I'm still playing around with the fact that I have a new snazzy microphone for my podcast. I am so grateful to my Patreons who made this possible for me. There's been a bit of a pause in me recording a podcast. That is because I recognize at this stage when there's kind of sort of natural kind of integration phases for me. It's as if I haven't quite taken work through and I'm I'm not I've got so many things that I'm not ready to talk about. Like I'll be launching a project at the end of April that I would like to talk about closer to the time and tell you a little bit more about it then. But there's a there's a sense that there's a very big shift taking place, there's a very big stretch taking place for me. I'm noticing that the people who are close to me, that there's a sort of a stretch in them meeting me. They can always tell when I've gone through these zones and these adjustments and these jumps and where they have to, to sort of stretch to now meet me. There's a sort of a big theme at the moment that a lot of people are talking about in Saturn changing. Personally, I, I really kind of love Saturn. It has a really big impact on my own birth chart. I'm a kind of an honorary Capricorn. So I find these shift points actually really exciting. I find them very creative for them for me. I find that they're maybe a new, I always find myself making a new commitment to creativity in a new way. I had kind of been feeling that I wanted to make a commitment to creativity, which is this project that I'm, I'm starting at the end of the month. And it's really good for my well-being creative. Like I had a bit of a sort of um, a sort of a life evaluation there of what was in and what was out because I just didn't look well, <laughs> which is, you know, always my kind of gauge on how I'm doing. And so, yes, there's there's been a lot moving through, but there is a sense of working more in energy and the unseen. And maybe that what's driving us is not so tangible Maybe it's a time where people will have conversations that, you know, that loosely kind of fit into being more sort of spiritual or woo-woo, like the kind of impacts on us that do take place because I, I see those that regardless of who I'm working with and where they are in the planet, I see the same things with people. And so so energy does matter. There's that, that sense of why we show up. I ended up finding a book yesterday at one of the sort of short penguin classics on Albert Camus because someone had sent me a quote. And, and I'll, I'll read you the quote that they sent to me, which was very beautiful. They, they wrote about the fact that he was reflecting on the, the strength of character in like turbulent times such as World War II. I feel a little bit disturbed at the moment that I'm, I'm drawn back again to the philosophy and the psychology comments of people of how they, how, how war brings out the best in strengths, maybe, of character. For those of you who don't know, Albert Camus was a French Algerian. He fought in the resistance for the Second World War against the Nazis. And he was very outspoken and realised the implications of that, I guess. And, and what he's saying, you know, that, that is these sort of injustices engulfed Europe. Does this sound familiar? That there was a sort of, that the mending was patience, steadfast, often unglamorous work. It is the work of choosing kindness over fear again and again in the smallest of everyday ways, those tiny triumphs of human spirits which converge in the current of courage and that only force 
and that this is the only force by which the world has ever changed. You can see I'm not very good at reading out loud. And, and the person wrote to me and sort of said, that's you. And it, it is these messages that they really count to me. And, you know, in some of his writing, you know, he's talking about the fact that any publication is an act, that it's an act that exposes one's passions in the age that forgives nothing. He talks about the fact that the curator must have faith in himself. And what I suppose what gives me faith is the people who see me and the people who encourage what I do and do that, you know, going back to the last podcast, you know, they, they know the, the cost it takes me for every podcast I record, every piece of writing, everything that I say. And I was, I was speaking to a client this week and I was telling them about the relationship that Cahill Cabron had with this woman, Mary Haskell, and how he talks about how she was a Patreon, she was a school teacher who was based in Boston, and we wouldn't have the profit if it wasn't for her. She was the editor for it. But most importantly, like he talks about taking her letters out and reading them when he can't see himself, when, when, he, when he can no longer find himself and find his motivations and his reasons for working. So it's such an important process for the people who know how much it costs you in the projection, how much, like how how they, I suppose, see my courage in putting myself out there continually. They reinforce that in a way by knowing the cost to me but all, and the impact on me, but also by showing me who I am and to have faith in myself and to... It's, it's more than validation. It's, it's not a validation. It's, it's a seeing when you can't see yourself, when you can't see the impacts of your own creativity. So these are really big themes for me at the moment that, that I'm integrating. There's a sense of, I can see the personality and, and learning styles forms a really important basis in some of the work that I do, but that maybe when I start mentoring people for longer periods of time and it's more advanced and I want to, to help them to be an even more out of the box an even truer version of themselves and to to show up and do these tasks that the likes of Albert Hamas does that then we need more than that we need to be even more exposing of ourselves but we need to do that in a way that we can trust and to to feel safe somewhere doing it because there will be an awful lot of places where we aren't safe I always say to people that if you have that private zone of security, it can help you to go out into the world and do just about anything. And there are many ways in my life that I've had that private zone of security that has allowed me to do all of the things that I've done up to this point and to continue to stretch that, to continue to stretch it in every new project and every new piece of work that I take on and in every new person I meet and to maybe be excited about, you know, meeting people in an even more, maybe unmasked way, would, would, be, would be the sense of how I'm thinking about it at the moment. All the rest of the work will still take place, I'm sure. I think it's so important in terms of 
what teenagers are going through at the moment on the planet in terms of what they're being exposed to in terms of the constraints, the political constraints, the where society is at, in terms of the environment, in terms of war. They were really scary, out of control, compressing senses taking place outside of ourselves at the moment. And somehow we have to foster a secureness and an identity and a sense of self that's very encompassing in that a sense of self that's, that's so complete in all of the sides, in all of our strengths, in all of our weaknesses, in all of the impacts of the environment on us as beings, and how we navigate all of that. Like that, that's the real grit of, of what I'm working on with people, and that is going to, I think, stretch more and more and more. But I guess the work that I'm excited about are the, the creatives that are bringing us a new voice in those challenge, who are saying the things that aren't palatable, but also helping the people who are going to, to hold more spaces and hold more people and to do projects where they, 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 they desire to kind of, you know, impact more on humanity. And for them to do that in a way that's, that's truly clean and to recognise all of the self parts that they bring to it and to recognise the difference when, when that's in a core, like when that's in a place of awareness and strength and their true impact and the impacts that people have on them to and where they go to and where they compress themselves and so on. So that's what I mean. There's a lot of really big slightly scary things going on for me at the moment if I'm honest I, f I feel like as if I'm about to jump off one of the highest cliffs I've ever jumped off in in some ways and starting new projects and in another sense I feel really excited because I I had got bored and I had got I go to a place where people expected me to move in a certain way and do certain things and that the that we feel that that impact and that making a difference and showing up for humanity in the world has a certain image and a certain front to it and you move in a certain way and everyone knows you and that is really seen and my deepest work is completely unseen and the impacts of creativity on people are completely unseen in many ways. The, I always say that the biggest changes that you create and the biggest difference that you create, that if you do it right, people don't even remember why it's happened. They don't even remember what nuggets it was that inspired them or that gave them secureness and gave them a sense of purpose and a sense of the core, that they can't actually chart it back to you. So it's constantly a balance for me in doing enough to draw people to me the people who really want to be doing this work. That's very unthankless. It's not glamorous, as Albert Camus says. It's just showing up in kindness and compassion and understanding and doing that very quietly and very consistently. And so it's doing enough to draw those people to my door to find me like that little blinky light, but not selling my soul in the process. 
So yes, this is a, it feels like a very unstructured podcast. It's a kind of an introduction to my current headspace and what I'm working my way through. So thank you for your support and thank you for my new microphone.